Hey everybody, welcome back to the Maniac Radio Show. This is episode 21 and I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. I don't know about you guys, but I'm extremely excited that we're finally in May. That means summer is right around the corner and we put those winter months behind us. That means no more slick roads, no more shoveling, and no more yellow snow out in the front yard. We have some good stuff for you in this episode, including an interview with Master Sergeant Termel from the Safety Office. Yes, warmer weather is here, and with it, summer activities to include motorcycle riding. He's going to talk about that, as well as a new mandatory CBT that all wing members must complete if they want to ride on base. It's almost like someone somewhere knew how much we all love CBTs and sat back and said, you know what? Let's make one more, just this one last time. But from what I understand, it's painless. You can do it from your own home, but I'll let Sergeant Tamel spoil the details. As always, I got a fresh new maniac fact for you, as well as some tidbits of what's going on around the wing, some promotion announcements, some retirement announcements, and everything else in between. But it looks like Sergeant Tamel is early, so let's bring him in. Okay, so everybody, Master Sergeant Dominic Termel is here in the studio. He's going to talk to us today about motorcycle safety. We were blessed with his presence last year, and he's here again. He's going to give us some tips and tricks about on-base motorcycle riding, as well as a new program that allows training to operate in a much better fluid motion um, as far as riding your bike on base. So, Master Sergeant, thank you for coming in. Good to be here on a Friday, Sergeant Sinclair. Absolutely. No one's here. It's rainy out right now. It's a little bit quiet, which is good. We can get some work done. So... Um, please don't hold that against me later on. So, Sergeant Tamel, what is this new program that I've heard you talk about at Stand Up as far as, it's, is it like a CBT or what is it? Basically, uh, each year there's a new curriculum that comes attached with Basic Rider Course, Basic Rider Course 2, which is the intermediate training. And this year we've onset this new training where it allows you to do computer-based training in the comfort of your own home. It's three or four hours long. It, it eliminates the need for some our folks to take three or four hours of classroom time, which would also mean that they would have to show up for three days of AT, which uh, in, in this day and age where logistics are involved, people just don't have time to devote two, more than two days of training for basic rider course. So, and especially in this day and age where we can't allow people to do it on drill weekends, uh, that's just out the window because supervisors can't allow that much time for their trainees to, to leave the shop for that long. So, of course, they're doing this in the comfort of their own home. Of course, it's computer access, but our computers here at base just don't allow us with the security measures that are in place to do this in, in the workplace. So that's one little thing that makes it so that way it's not so convenient, but in the comfort of your own home, it should be easy enough to accomplish. And this is something that's mandatory for all people to accomplish prior to showing up. So the certificate is strictly for something that it allows you to ride on base, right? It isn't, this isn't something that's, um, that is required by the state of Maine to be able to have your, your Maine state motorcycle license, correct? The certificate itself for the e-course that you're going to complete is not required. Uh, it's, it's required for us. It kind of just replaces that classroom time that normally the state would have you do and sit down for that two and a half days of class that you would participate in. This just makes it more uh, appeasing and more uh, time friendly for folks that just don't have the time either through their civilian employment or they just don't have enough AT, ST or any other military type days to devote to this type of training. Okay. And that makes more sense too. And like you said, the best part about it is that it's, it's, at the, it's in the comfort of your own home. 
you're not having to worry about taking a, a four or eight hour block or whatever out of your time schedule or out of your civilian job or like you said your supervisors out here aren't letting you go for four to eight hours so that you can go do this course in, a, in classroom time so it's awesome that they're able you're able to do this right from home how do our maniacs how do our wing members find this website how do they find the link for it well, once they contact me with the interest that they have in taking the basic writer course, they can add them their name onto the roster through the link that it, which I provide. And once upon leaving their name on the roster, I give them instructions to contact me or I can contact them once I see their name on the roster and I provide them a link to give them access to the e-course. And with the email that I provide them, it gives it gives a whole layout of how they can accomplish their their training through the online training and it should be pretty slick. I haven't heard any uh, comments negative yet on how ease, easy it is to complete or how, how difficult it is. I think I've had a couple people accomplish it so far with no problems thus far and hopefully it stays that way. Again, the whole purpose behind this program is to make it easier for the wing members. Obviously the whole goal behind everything, they're trying to keep safety at the forefront of everybody's mind is especially when it comes to motorcycle safety you've seen the stats and you've heard about it. you've heard about it from sergeant termel and, and countless meetings and, and stand-ups so you have you seen the cbt yourself do you know what the layout is i mean is it like a traditional cbt where you have like this weird animatronic guy talking to you or is it like a is it like a cool little video game or what is it i've gotten scouting reports from the basic rider coaches and they had to take it themselves before they uh, became rider coaches and there's a lot of videos and just a lot of it's it's basic it's really good for somebody who's never ridden a bike before very very helpful but if you've got any kind of experience it might be a little uh, redundant for you if you've got any riding experience but overall it's it's a good tool to get somebody revamped on their skills that they they need some rehashing on for motorcycle skills. A lot of unused footage from Sons of Anarchy. Before we wrap this up too, I wanna to ask, it seems like there are always rules, on-base rules, uh, local installation rules that are coming out as far as uh, motorcycle PPE. What are the current rules for what we're supposed to wear when we ride on base? I keep it simple. I'm not a rider myself, but to keep it simple from head to toe, we've got ANSI approved helmet. Eyewear that's approved if you don't already have a visor built into your helmet. Uh, by the way, your windshield does not constitute eye protection when you're on your motorcycle so ixnay on that talk about your torso um, you want to wear a shirt that extends all the way to your wrists you want full finger gloves when you're riding you also want pants that extend all the way to your ankles as well as shoes that extend over your ankles and that's basically it i keep it simple as i can and hopefully our members will think of it that way too what about if we're going to carry like any extended length of chains like on our bike for road rash type stuff or maybe a baseball bat with nails sticking out of it like where do we put that on the bike so we remain safe i would say try to not carry those items on your bike because if you are unfortunate and lay your bike down that could also lead to uh, getting impaled with such objects. Absolutely. And I guess where I was kind of going with that was if you have got anything, a backpack, if you're going to the commissary, make sure you secure all that stuff, put it in your saddlebags, put it in your backpack, all that stuff, whether it's a baseball bat or it's a, um, it's a $2 gallon of milk from the commissary. So is there anything else you want to add, Sergeant Jamel? No, it's, it's the beginning of the rider season. And I know we go through this every year, but we don't want it to be just white noise. Everybody needs to be safe on the roadways. You can be the safest rider in the world, but 
there's always somebody texting on the road. I see it every day on my way home from work, going to work. There's no there's no limit on all the distractions on the road. You can be the safest driver on the road of your motorcycle, but there's external things going on beyond your control. So you need to be paying enough attention for the both of you when you're on the road. You have to be extremely defensive, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Thanks again, Sergeant Jamel, for coming in. We'll have you in again soon, whether it's talking about fishing or camping or fireworks. That's coming right around, uh, it's right around the corner as well. By the way, when does the 101 critical days of summer start? 101 critical days of summer start Memorial Day weekend and get ready for my big spiel. I have something planned big this time. We can't wait, we're all on the edge of our seat. All right, well, thanks again. Thanks again, to Sergeant Sinclair. Okay, so just a few quick things before we move on to our maniac fact. Mr. Harry Cramp is our new financial expert here at The Wing. If you have any questions regarding taxes, TSP, anything financial whatsoever, all that fun stuff to talk about, make sure you go over and you see him. He's a very nice guy, and he's more than willing to help you out. Show me the money! Also, if you need your gas mask tested, the deadline is the end of May. So make sure you head down to LRS and get your mask tested so that you know you can don that mask and stay protected from all those nasty gases out there. And I'm not talking about the men's locker room either. <laughs> so check your card, make sure it's not out of date. And if it is, make sure you get down there by the end of this month to get your mask tested. Also, Earth Day was moved to May 12th for the Maniacs because I think the actual Earth Day was a washout. So if you want to make a difference and help keep our planet clean, you can talk to Lieutenant Cronin or listen to our last podcast where we interviewed him to find out how it is that you can sign up and why it is the maniacs participate in Earth Day. There are a lot of hazardous materials out there infecting our streams, our woods, and overall our planet. So if you want to participate in the Maniac Earth Day, it's May 12th. And again, contact Lieutenant Cronin or listen to our last podcast for more information. You can even wear your gas mask if you want to. I'm sure there's some pretty nasty stuff out there. Plus, it would look cool. Let's be honest. Okay, last but certainly not least, congratulations to Master Sergeant Nate Anaya on his promotion to Senior Master Sergeant this weekend. Also, congratulations to Captain Rich Daigle, who's being promoted to Major, and Senior Master Sergeant Stephanie Ware, who's being promoted to Chief. Congratulations to all three of you on your jobs well done, and way to represent the Maniacs. Also, if you happen to see Senior Master Sergeant Larry Palmer or Senior Master Sergeant John Edwards, make sure you stop them and congratulate them for their long and distinguished careers in the Maine Air National Guard and their service to this country. They are both retiring this weekend and are both leaving an extensive legacy behind. So congratulations to the two of you and thank you for your service. Also, as I mentioned earlier, summer is right around the corner and with it, all the lovely camps that you all send your kids to. The Maine National Guard Summer Camp is one of those camps. So if you wanna send your kids or you just want some general information about the camp, talk to Drew Matlins over in Family Services and he'll hook you up. And now it's time for a fresh new Maniac Fact. Today's Maniac Fact is brought to you by the 101st Aircraft Loadmasters, where they create a critical balance. 
Extensive coordination goes into planning any Air Force flight, especially when transporting both people and supplies. Responsible for properly loading, securing, and escorting cargo and passengers, aircraft loadmasters custom load aircraft before any flight. From calculating proper weight distribution to providing for passenger comfort throughout the flight, these specialists ensure everything and everyone is safe and secure on flights all over the world. For more information on how you can become an aircraft loadmaster, talk to a 101st recruiter. And here's your maniac fact. The date is 16 February 1954. And in accordance with AFR 35-15, the 101st Air Refueling Wing Crest is officially recognized as the official emblem for the 101st Air Refueling Wing. Of course, we're talking about 1954. So at the time, it was the 101st Interceptor Wing, the father to the ARW. We've all seen this emblem before, and for those of you who have been in long enough to remember the BDUs, we would wear it proudly on your BDU top. The crest is bordered with a simple shield that contains a warrior soaring through the sky with a bow and aircraft bomb in hand, symbolizing the 101st's mission effectiveness and mission readiness, as well as the 101st's willingness to travel all over the world to complete the mission. Behind the demigod is a tornado, symbolizing a fearsome and powerful force that our organization and its airmen bring every single day. So there you have it. The official crest for the 101st Air Refueling Wing has been around for 63 years and is a part of our heritage as maniacs. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's it. That's all we have for this episode of the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. Don't forget, Earth Day was rescheduled, so if you want to make a difference and make the Earth a better place, join the Maniac Earth Day team on May 12th, where you'll have the opportunity to pick up rusty cans, dirty diapers, and plastic wrappers left in the water or on the ground that harm our planet. Oh the Maniacs have a long-standing tradition of amazing partnerships with our civilian sector, and this is just one more way that the Maniacs can give back to our community for all the support they've given us throughout the years. So again, May 12th is the rescheduled Earth Day. Grab your shovel and your plastic bags and let's get this done. Also, don't forget to hit up our official Facebook and Instagram pages by searching 101STARW, where you'll find daily updates, videos, posts, articles, and photos that will keep you in the loop of what's going on in your maniac world. Again, that's 101STARW. You can also head over to the official Vice Wing Commander's Facebook and Instagram pages by searching cv.101arw, where you kind of get a glimpse of what's going on in the world of the Vice Wing Commander. He takes great photos and offers a fresh new perspective of what the Maniacs do on a day-to-day -day basis. So go over there and check that out. Again, you can search his Facebook and Instagram pages by searching cv.101arw. But that's it. It's Drill Weekend. I hope you have a great two days of training. And as always, if you see me around and you have an idea for the Maniac Radio Show, pull me aside and let me know. We'd love constructive criticism as well as fresh new ideas unless it's a bad idea in that case we'd tell you just kidding we don't do that because we're nice people so anyway have a great drill weekend we'll see you around and as always stay safe especially on those motorcycles and thanks for being awesome so long <laughs> <laughs>